0: My name is John Amarchada and this is the Gunpowder Plot also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. This is, I think, going to be CarCast number four, episode four. It is Friday, January 20th, and I'm doing stuff. Part of this episode is going to be a food review on the Salsa Verde burrito, grilled chicken burrito at Taco Bell, which is my favorite place to eat fast food, and I'm on my way to confession. It's so good. I mean, this this is pretty good. If this is all I have, I'd be like, yeah, I'm good with it. But, Taco Bell, oh shit, oh no, oh, I lost a piece of chicken. Fuck me running. Taco Bell has a um, ranch, and it is so good. I can't believe I lost that piece of chicken. Part of me is like, like the man in me is like, fucking pick it up and eat it, pussy. Because they have a uh, Chipotle ranch grilled chicken burrito. Try seeing that real fast. That's hard. Um, but it is... And it's only two bucks, at least at the Taco Bell that I... There's two Taco Bells that I go to that is two. There's two others that I go to that are like two sixty nine. It's like, you price gougers, you sons of bitches. See what I mean? Like, I'm a free market guy, and yet I still don't like certain things. It's not that I don't like capitalism or free market I don't like people trying to take advantage of other people. There's still morality in it, or at least there should be. Anywho, this burrito, the salsa verde, darn good. The Chipotle grilled or the Chipotle ranch grilled chicken, oh dude, is it's the best. It's the best. I probably should have just got two or three of them bitches and ate them. Understand this. If you're a man, don't get just one. I get two and I'm not filled up. <clears throat> anyway, um after I do the small about amount of things that I'm doing, I've got some work to do. Out here in the great city of Detroit. <laughs> so safe. I feel safe every time I drive here. Everybody that drives around me drives wonderfully they could they could teach drivers training that's how that's how safe i feel in the city of detroit fucking psychopath. but i'm kind of a psychopath too right because i come out here all the time where i go to confession is a place called um oh shit Solanas Casey Center, Father Solanus Casey Center in Detroit. Um, good place to go, man. It's after um, a saint, um, Father Solanus. My uh, grandmother and my uncle went to the... Um, oh shit, what do you call that when you make somebody a saint? Anyway, they went to that. So all that aside, the episode today, or at least right now, I wanted to discuss the feud that everybody else is talking about, between Stephen Crowder and The Daily Wire. Stephen started this by having, I think it was like a 15-minute video that he came up with the other day, and what a lot of people miss, and they do this all the time, they did it with Sam Cedar. it's just like, I barely watch the guy, and I know the history better than a lot of people that... I don't know if they've just got you know hearsay in their head or what, but it's uh it's annoying to not hear the you know the full story from somebody. I'm like, well, it's kind of skewed. Your your argument's a little bit skewed because you don't have the full effect of everything in there. And I think it would change a lot of people's opinions um, if they knew if they knew as much as I did, and I barely know it. Or maybe I just got a better manner better memory so really this starts all the way back um about a month or two ago uh steven and his crew didn't renew their contract with the blaze and the blaze didn't renew their contract with them oh that is fucking terrible ew ah fuck man i'm used to seeing dead deer on the side of the road i just saw a dead dog well, fuck, that kind of turned my stomach a minute. Ugh. All right, think about the story. Get away from that, those thoughts, because it's going to make me nauseous. Um, that's a happy-go-lucky guy, just fucking tossing up his coffee in the air. What's up, motherfucker? So he was going to, they just didn't talk, and then they just didn't renew, and then their contract expired, I guess. Stephen came out and say this shit, like, right before Christmas. So, that got a lot of people's ears up. Well, people were like, ooh, we might have an opportunity to bring Stephen Crowder over here, and then he can make money. And that's just what happened. He got, I, I want to say there was 10 or 15 offers that he'd gotten, um, contracts sent over. Well, one of them pissed him off. Uh, maybe it was just one, or maybe it was all of them, or what? But one of them pissed him off, and he decided to come out and make a fifteen-minute video, talking shit about it, and really kind of had like a Project Veritas uh, feel to it. But it's not Project Veritas. I don't. That was the only company I could think, or the only uh, group I could think of to appropriately describe it. Because he was acting as if he was bringing bad people to light. He was shedding light on shitty people doing shitty things. This pisses me off at Steven. Because I have to defend the Daily Wire. It made me like Jeremy Boring even more. And I didn't dislike Jeremy Boring. I haven't heard too much of his content. But Jeremy Boring came out... Because Steven Crowder didn't mention any names. Which is... uh, It's kind of gay. It's kind of bitch shit, you know, that somebody would do that. But then again, I don't mention some people's names and shit, you know. But I'm also not up in tears. And I'm not dealing with, like, large companies and shit that are hurting people, right? So, I guess I can't harp on him too much for that. But a lot of people started to assume that they knew who it was. And a lot of people were fucking dead on. It was the Daily Wire because Jeremy Boring came out and was like, yeah, it was us. That contract he was talking shit about was the one that we sent him. Now, really what put it all over for me, now, when you first hear something, like the first impression is usually, you know, the one that'll get you. Well, I heard from Stephen first. And before I really knew all the things that were in it, I was like, all right, well, this sounds like, you know, why would he be so stupid as to like, not be right about this and, and be making up a story or whatever. So I'm on his side and I don't, and I already didn't like Daily Wire or at least Ben Shapiro, who is the creator of the Daily Wire. And so, um, I was on Steven's side. Oh, buddy. Jeremy Boring. Ah, excuse me. Jeremy Boring fixed that, quick, fast, and in a hurry. First thing he said was, uh, Stephen, we can negotiate all of these things. Ha! Yeah, I hate it when I don't think of those things right off the bat. And it is. Stephen didn't, wasn't forced to sign a contract. It wasn't like, you know, I don't know. They sent an offer over and he had to sign it. It's an offer, you can renegotiate everything on there. You know, they're coming and going, hey, man, here's what we're going to offer you. You like it? Great. Take it. And that's that's all that needed to be said. Hey, Steven, shut the fuck up. This was a, you could have renegotiated these things. You could have said, I don't like this, but I like this. I don't like this. I like this. And we come back and then we negotiate till we get to the where we want to be. They offered him 50 million. And I think he conveniently forgot to mention that. But <clears throat> 50 million over four years. I heard somebody else say that in effect it will bring it up to um, close to a hundred million for whatever reason. okay. But Stephen was like, I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this for the little man, the creator. don't sign contracts like this. It's like, yeah, dummy. Don't sign the contract. Call up Ben, your buddy. That's going to be a big part of this puzzle, I think. And say, hey man, what the fuck? Why didn't you give me a better like offer, dickhead? Um, I'm going to offer, like, I don't want this, I want this, I don't want this, I want this. That's all he needed to do. But he's a little bitch about it, and fucking came out and acted as if he was some kind of hero. And he's not. Steven is, like, becoming more and more of a twat. Now... Here's the bigger story of all of it. What Steven was all bitchy about is kind of karma. Not that I believe in karma and I'm not superstitious, but it's kind of karma. Do you remember a fella that used to work with Steven on his show? A little guy by the name of Not Gay Jared? That shit happened to him. Steven, acting as if he's some kind of fucking superior coming out and going, oh, these terrible, no good companies, you know, the big con. We have to stop the big con. You fucking screwed over your own friend who you brought over to Texas from from Michigan and then fucking pushed him aside. You piece of shit. How do I know about this? Owen Benjamin. Owen Benjamin called this shit out, said it on air, not gay Jared likes whatever comment or whatever that um, Owen Benjamin was saying. And he had to sign a fucking NDA. Fuck Steven Crowder, dude. Little bitch. And I'll still say this about him. He's still a a useful tool. He is. There's things I certainly agree with him about. But, this, like, this should not make people look good at, at him. Because all of the shit, now what he was also like a little pissy about was like big conservative companies kowtowing to big tech, like working with big tech. Okay. Yes, I agree with you on that one. Okay. But there's like mixes and ins and outs and all this, that, and the other here. Like in order for a company to take on Steven Crowder and his show, they want to make money off of him. That's the whole point of this. And that's okay. That's like, that shouldn't make anybody go, Oh my gosh. Like, what company do you know would like spend their money to bring somebody over and then not make any money off of them? That's stupid thought. It's like, there needs to be a mutual agreement here that we're both going to make money by our collaboration. We're taking the superpower in the conservative circle. This is also, by the way, why I'm not a conservative. You got the superpower within the, uh, Political atmosphere uh, on the on the right of the Daily Wire, and then one of Stephen Crowder. These are the two names people know most, outside of maybe Alex Jones, and they're trying to 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 benefit off of one another. You can't really be mad at that. Like that makes sense that they would want to do that. What I Really, think is the problem here is Stephen didn't get a sweetheart deal from his buddy Ben. Him and Ben have a long history together. Ben was his lawyer, I think, back before Ben started doing, um, like right when he got out of law school when he started, right before he started doing uh, the Ben Shapiro show or whatever his stupid show is called. And I think. This is a friend who's sad because his friend dealt with them like a professional, which I understand. I understand that for sure. What I don't understand is why would you make it fucking public? Like if your whole thing, if your whole thing was, you know, they're working with big tech to censor uh, conservative voices. Okay. All right. You got something there. But it wasn't like you're coming up with all these shitty ass reasons, and you're a free market guy, you're a capitalist. Why aren't you understanding all the ins and outs of this? That like this is something that you both need to make money off of. Um, He played a conversation that he had with uh, uh, Jeremy Boring on the air. Like this was just disrespectful. From I mean, complete disrespect from uh steven to the daily wire well we started a little war now the way my mind works what what did this do what did steven doing this and then jeremy boring coming out the next day with an hour-long video what did this do well it had everybody talking didn't it okay so it's bringing a lot of eyeballs to all of this. And there's some mud being thrown. What do you do before a, a heavyweight fight now? I don't know if it's because I've been watching the Rocky movies. <laughs> We're on Rocky Four. Uh, Apollo Creed just, just got killed by a Drago. Um, and that's where we had to stop last night. Well before each fight and knowing how like the UFC is knowing how Conor McGregor got as big as he did and maybe this is what maybe maybe Steven Crowder took a couple pointers off of this they would all talk a, a ton of shit the UFC if you want to fight in the UFC you have to sign a contract that states that if you get big enough you have to perform um other duties than fighting you have to go and do interviews you have to be interviewed especially you get big enough like conor mcgregor when he was becoming a star he knew this shit was going to happen now i think a part of him wanted it. it you can definitely see with this fucking sacrilegious fucker um his rise through the ufc before he got all the money and then wasn't as good as he once was and I hate to say it because I fucking respect the hell out of his fighting style, but you know, he just let him let himself, uh, it's a weird thing that happens to, to rich people. You know, it is, it almost makes you weak. You don't have the hunger anymore. It's just like in, uh, Rocky three, like he's got all the money. His manager, Mickey put him into 10, uh, title defenses with a whole bunch of washups and has and shit. And was protecting him so that he wouldn't actually get hurt. He wouldn't have another uh, uh, fight like he soon would with uh, Clever Lake, right? So, but what happened to Rocky was he became weak. He wasn't as good of a fighter. He didn't. And what Apollo Creed kept talking to him about because he took over his, as manager um, or as coach was you need the eye of the tiger. You lost it. You don't have that edge anymore. You don't have that. And he didn't. Conor McGregor, when he beat, uh, Eddie, I want to say Eddie Bravo, but it's not, it's Eddie, uh, uh, whatever his name was, the lightweight champion, when he beat him, I don't believe that there is a man that has ever fought in UFC at that weight class, nor since that could have beat Conor McGregor that night. He was fucking sharp. I mean, so dude, when Eddie missed, and I, I almost had his last name there, when he missed him. That was on purpose by Connor. He let him come within about two centimeters of his face. He wanted to do that. That's how fucking sharp this guy was at that time. He was light on his feet, lightning quick. Fucking hit like a truck. You know, he fucking tagged uh, Khabib in their fight a couple of times. He tags him that night when Connor was fighting for the championship that night against Eddie, whatever his last name is. He fucking tears Khabib to shit. But, anyway, all the way, What was I fucking talking about that got me all the way over there? Oh, um... A little... A little mini-theory that I have. is that... Stephen Crowder's... Steven Crowder's going to go to the Daily Wire. And they wanted to bring a whole bunch of eyeballs to it. Now... That's just a little theory, right? Watch it not work out, okay, no big deal. But what if that's the thing? What if him and him and Ben have been friends for at least 10 years? You know, same with Jerry Jeremy Boring. He's friends with him for a decade. What if this was all cuz it really wasn't that that many shots fired, right? It's like, "Oh, it's a con and a, you know, Jeremy Boring easily comes out, dispatches, and refutes everything that that Crowder said. Everything. Everything. Maybe with the exception of the claim that they're working with big tech Simps or uh, conservative voices. But it was so easily pushed aside like, Stephen, what are you doing? And then Jeremy Boring threw a couple of shots at Stephen. You never built anything. You never did it on your own. You've always worked for somebody else. That's a shot, dude. That was a shot to the nuts. And rest assured, Steven's going to talk about this more. The next episode, I don't know if they had one today, but the next episode that they have, he's going to talk shit about it. You know? He was like, you need to be better. I hate that fucking phrase, just because the left cliched it. Be better. You know, Stephen Crowder out here fucking talking that Oprah mess. Well, they heard you, dude. Oh, now I'm biting into the other burrito. It's going to be so good. Oh, so they, you can hear the wrapper just a rapping, Crunchy, crunchy. I like that the first bite is nothing but soft taco, lettuce, and little, these little tortilla chips. You know why I like that my first bite is that way? It means I chose the right end. Cause the further I bite down in this some bitch, it's gonna be meat potatoes. Know what I mean? Some of that Chipotle Ranch. Oh, is it good? The Chipotle Ranch. I could get. I want a. I want a fucking gallon bucket of that shit. I'll put it on everything. I'll put it on fish. I'll put it on steak. I don't give a fuck. Put it on chicken. Put it everything. It is so damn good. I'm pretty certain that the Chipotle either the Chipotle Ranch or the Ranch from Taco Bell is what they put on the uh, shrimp tacos that they had however many years back. Oh, is it so good? I know it sounds gross, but I don't give a fuck, man. I ate that stuff and it was delightful. And as a Catholic trying, I just spit everywhere, trying to make it through Lent and not eat on Friday or eat meat on Fridays, that was a safe haven. I'd almost rather have ate that than meat anyway. It was so bloody good. So. That's the other piece of the puzzle. You've got two major pieces of the puzzle. You have not gay Jared. And what he did to not gay Jared. And also a guy named. They call them Sven Computer. I don't know the rest of his name. But he screwed over that guy too. substance to the effect that Stephen didn't pay him. Like he was an intern. Maybe that was the understanding that. They had, but they got, they brought this guy over from like Sweden or some shit. And then had him as like a comical, you know, you know, a joke, basically. Uh Oh, this line, I'm going to park over here closer. Um, and it was terrible what they did to him. And he said something, he spelled out something where it was like, Steven Crowder doesn't pay his employees or some shit. Everybody's got to sign an NDA. Uh, I wonder if uh, Dave, um, shit, Landau, I wonder if he was smart enough to not sign some bullshit contract with Steven Crowder where he had to sign an NDA when we came to work. I bet he did. I bet he signed it. Which sucks. Now, the argument to all of this is Um Quarterback uh, Garrett. He came through and seemed to have like he was his producer for a bit and then seemed to have quit on his own. But and I wonder if the blaze had anything to do with you not know, gay Jared getting canned or whatever that was. But at first, when he, when Nakaj Errored was leaving, they're making it out like, yeah, I've got a family now, I can't do this anymore. And it's like, do what anymore? I mean, I guess you could make the claim that you're putting your da- your- your family in danger from leftists. Um, maybe that. But other than that, you have a sweetheart gig. You- you produce a fucking show that you- you get to talk on. And say things. You know, like, that's all you're doing. You're not out fucking breaking your back doing construction. You're not doing pipe fitting. You're not doing fucking electricity. You're not an electrician. I can't do this. You're not a fucking cop. You're not, like, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand it then when he said that. I was just like, you got a sweetheart deal, dude. You know, now you live in Texas. You can Get a gun, fuck somebody up that's trying to hurt you. You know, like, what the fuck? I don't get it. And then when the thing happened with Owen Benjamin, and now Kay Jarrod liked the thing that he had said, which he was basically insinuating that, um, now Kay Jared was purposely let go by Steven, like, well, this isn't the direction we want to go. And that was the funniest thing that you had going for you. Steven Crowder is not funny anymore. I watched the guy talk in that fucking voice that, that could pierce, break glass and, and just fucking the, uh, uh. And knowing the shit that I know about him and hearing the fucking bitchy ass shit that he says, I mean, it's just made me almost, almost absolutely dislike him. And I do, and I pull away from that just because, you know, I fucking watched the guy get, you know, getting big. I watched him when he was here in Grand Rapids, in Michigan. You know? <clears throat> but. Fame and money do sh- weird shit to people, dude. Uh, how people don't understand that before they get into things, I will never, I, I won't understand. That would be at the forefront. Like, fuck dude, I wrote a book, right? I wrote a story. If this thing were to take off, not that I ex- not that I necessarily expect it to. I would love for it to. I believe it's good enough. And I have that, I guess, I don't know if it's cockiness or arrogance. But, dude, I I watch movies and, and television shows all the time. Are you on? The stories that I see today are nothing like the books, the stories in the movies <clears throat> that I've watched in the past. Everything's getting worse. Stories are shit. No unique ideas. No, you know, it's like... I shouldn't necessarily say that because there's some that are like Game of Thrones, although that was what eight years ago when it first started, nine years, almost a, ten years ago. It was phenomenal until the last season or two, and then it was like the biggest letdown ever—the most worst tragic thing that wasn't a part of the story, right? So I see these things that happen, and these shitty stories that are out. I look at my story. I'm sure every writer probably feels the same way, that their story is good enough to make it or whatever. But I've tried my best not to be a, um have delusions of grandeur either, right? To think as, as unbiasedly as I can about my own story. I think it's good. Do really well. And so, like, I've ran through it. I'm like, alright, what if I did get famous? What if I did get a whole bunch of money? Like, what am I just gonna fucking let go of the people that have, have gotten me to this point? No! I've heard stories about that. It disgusts me. It, it turns your stomach. You know? The friends that you bring up, like, I do, obviously, this show with Bentley and, and DB. You know? Done it with, uh, <clears throat> for a long time with Brain did it with uh Andre Willoware uh his cousin which he just texted me i think we're going to be doing one tomorrow night maybe or maybe tonight or to- no no tuesday i think it's tuesday um you know all sorts of people my my um buddy that um oh shit what's his indian name the indian the indian the redskin uh like, I'm not gonna fucking forget about these guys. You know? They're my friends. You don't do that to your friends. I don't know. Maybe being raised like, and not even necessarily raised how I was. It was like going through the things that I had saw. You know, reading the stories that I had read and, and understanding how people are supposed to hold themselves and, and, uh, um, oh dude, I'm gonna, I, I'm going towards the Oprah thing. Be better. Right? But, Steam Crowder didn't do that to his friend. And now he's bitching because his friend fucked him over. Or at least he sees it that way. But to come out... In such a public address... And do this? Holy fuck. Now, understand this. I don't like Ben Shapiro. I don't like him. I think it's a cunt. I like a lot of the people that work at his station, or at his company... Michael Nose is great. Mash Walsh, or Matt Walsh is great. Both good Catholics. Uh, Andrew Claven, who I think is a Protestant. He's pretty good. Maybe he is a Catholic. I enjoy Andrew Claven. Um, Jeremy Boring, I've never really had much of a problem with. And Brett Cooper, I'm sure there's a couple more. Who is it? Oh, uh, yeah, Co- uh, Candace Owens. She's good too. But I don't like Ben Shapiro. And, I'll still say this about him. He's a useful tool. He is useful in certain situations, certain topics. You know? But I just don't like him. I don't like, and and I've talked about it before, why I don't like him. But I am not on, I'm, I'm really not on either one of their sides. You know, should Ben have been a nicer friend to to Stephen? Yeah. He should have gave him a, a sweetheart deal, if I'm being honest. <clears throat> he should have done that as a friend. But he didn't. <laughs> and I'm not saying, like, don't make any money off of him. But there was, like, he as your friend, it's like, listen. Number one, don't fucking tell anybody this, okay? But what I'm going to do for you... How about this? How about we'll do like a uh 75 25 split on your merch. Okay? We get 25%. You know, you're my friend. You're coming over here. You're bringing all those eyeballs. We have a lot of cross cross um, fandom or whatever you want to call that. All right, you'll get you'll get to keep 25%. Um, you're going to do, you know, this many this number of episodes a year. It wasn't like that with them. The structure in the contract was a little bit different, right? It was like, you need to do at least four episodes a week if you miss one day. Then, and Jeremy Boring came through to be like, Stephen, if you miss a day because you're sick, do one on Friday. Well, I think the question would come in, what if I got, like, ill? You know, like, I was out for a week or two. What if I got, you know, um, I'm sure, and, you know, and, like, put it in the contract. The contract is made up of words, In case you don't understand this, this is very simple and sometimes you have to have the simple shit said back to you so it reminds you. A contract is made up of words. How you word the contract after negotiations, right? You come up, you negotiate, you come up with the deal. You come up with all the things that both of you guys are going to be happy with. Some you're maybe not going to be so happy. Neither one of you will be as happy as you could be, but you're equally unhappy, right? And then you write it all down in words. See what I mean? And then you sign the fucking thing, and you shut the fuck up, and you don't go out and make a fucking video where you're complaining about some shit that you really don't have any need to complain about. You fucking dumbass. You didn't even sign the fucking contract, you stupid bitch. I don't know. this It's just so fucking... It's, it's aggravating. <clears throat> this aggravated me. To hear such a stupid fucking, you know, pretend... Heroic thing done where it's not. And oh, by the way, I also already knew, Steven, that fucking Ben Shapiro went and met with Facebook and had a dinner with Mark Zuckerberg. Do you think they were just meeting to like be like, hey, I admire you? No. Ben Shapiro's a fucking sellout. He has been a sellout for a long time. He pays. Uh, who did a, a show on it earlier this morning? It was, um, Mark Dice. He did one yesterday and one today. And I think he broke it down that, uh, Ben Shapiro pays Facebook like 1.7 million dollars a year for their, their ads and shit to be put on there. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that dinner probably brought it down from two or three million. Dude, this is so good. I highly suggest you go to Taco Bell. As soon as you can. And you get the Chipotle Ranch Grilled Chicken Burrito. Should be two dollars, might be two sixty nine. Get at least two if you're a dude. Oh MG. And hope. Just hope that your first bite is soft taco, lettuce, and tortilla chips. Don't be let down, alright? Don't get your fucking is in a notch. What? is in a bunch. There you go. Because after those first couple of bites, the aroma starts to get in your nose, right? You're getting closer to it. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, heaven. It is so good. And get a Mountain Dew light ice. I mean, if you like root beer, get root beer. You know, I've had it with root beer before, but Mountain Dew is just so nice. And light ice because you don't want a whole bunch of fucking ice in your, in your cup. You get less drink, right? I feel like there's some areas of the situation that I'm missing. Um, <clears throat> oh, Jordan Peterson had come out and I guess tweeted, that like Stephen Crowder was exposing, you know, whatever conservative companies to, what have you. Jordan Peterson now works for the Daily Wire. That that tweet was deleted pretty quick. <laughs> Poor Jordan Jordan Peterson man, he's got some takes on some shit. Few okay, the majority of the shit that he talks is pretty fucking great, but there's some things that he talks that um, some stances he's taken are very questionable. Very questionable. Like, well, How did you get there? He's being persecuted up there in ca- uh, Canada right now. Whatever board or whoever is threatening to take away his license to practice, if he uh, doesn't take a... It's some seminar on, I think, how to... I don't know, something like how to talk uh, on TV or... I don't know. Something stupid, but this is just a ploy by the left, the liberal left of Canada, which is most of Canada, um, most of Canada's government, anyway. See what happens when you when you're like you're a nice country <clears throat> like Canada. It's made up of very very genuinely nice people. At least that's the rumor, right? And I've met a lot of Canadians. There's some that are absolute cunts. They come here to the United States and they, they hate that they're Canada. It's what it is. They hate that they're Canada and we're the United States. Nobody looks up to Canada like, it's, it's, you know, the greatest place to live or whatever. Like, it's, it's freedom or, you know, that's the United States. So, these few Canadians that I've come into contact with are twats. But everybody has twats. The rest of the Canadians are some pretty good people, truly. You know, they have a culture of being um, kind and somewhat jolly, which I like. But uh, their government is tyrannical as fuck. And what they're doing to Jordan Peterson or trying to do is pretty messed up. What they did to their truckers. ooh, buddy. And Trudeau is stupid. It's not Trudeau doing it. He's just a mouthpiece. It's a live, liberal leftist. <clears throat> rest of the government government that you have a problem with. So. But, um, you got a lot of people taking sides on this. I think my two favorite people so far that have talked about it is, uh, Mike, Mark Dice and <coughs> Eric July. Two people I um, I have a lot of respect for. Who took really good approaches to it, you know. Um, and I think most people, like I said uh, about the uh, first impression of something will usually garner your... Oh shit, I gotta go. Ah, fuck. Will usually garner your support, and that's what happened with me. I think it's what happened with most people on this too. You heard Stephen Crowder you're like, oh shit, he's doing something good. And then the other side comes out to go, uh, this isn't what you were saying it was. And it's like, oh shit. You're really just doing this to be a, a cunt. This is what I think he was doing. I don't, unless he's stupid enough to believe that, um, you can't negotiate, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in his head, but this wasn't, as far as I I can tell, this wasn't a good look for Steven and um, I don't think he's done. But then again, like I said, all of this, what if all of this is just deployed so that if... Uh he goes over to the Daily Wire, they'll have more people that are like, Oh yeah, that was a huge controversy. Remember that and they'll do some whatever, you know, videos of like maybe they'll even stick to it, you know, like have debates. You know, and um like have some fights and shit. That will bring more eyes. Oh, did you see what happened over the Daily Wire and you know, Steven Crowder and, and Ben, you know, going at it and whatever. Who knows? but it's all stupid. Read. This is what I would say to you. You ever get big? Number one, remember always where you come from. You're not better than who you are, okay? Be who you are. Don't forget that. Number two, read your fucking contracts. Don't hand it to a lawyer. Read your fucking contract. Then let a lawyer read your contract. And then you and your lawyer read the contract together. Okay, read your contracts. Take an hour, sit down, smoke a joy, drink some wine, get comfortable, have the intention that this is what I'm going to do for the next hour or however long it takes you to do it. <clears throat> read your fucking contracts. No matter if you're signing up for a phone service, if you're signing up for whatever, read your contracts. Now, even though I say that, I have accepted terms and services on certain platforms without reading throughout everything. But there's plenty that I have read through, you know. I'm no no saint here. But my advice to you, especially when it comes to really fucking important stuff like, oh, I don't know, your job, right? Wherever you're going to go work, you don't think you're going to sign a contract to go work there? What do you think the fucking W, like the day that you go and sign your W-2s and shit? What do you think that is? You're signing a contract to work. Not the W-2s, but those are kind of rolled in. Take your time. Tell your, tell your future boss, hey, sorry, man, I'm gonna, I gotta read this. I'm not signing something, or I'm not signing anything I don't read. Who knows? Maybe they'll have more respect for you. If you see something you don't like, I mean, if you can live with it, great. If not, find another job. But read your contracts. I mean, that's the big takeaway from this, you know, ah, just, it's, it's almost mind boggling. Like the little mini roller coaster. He put so many people through to come out and be like, look at how serious I am. And this, and this I'm doing for you, but this contract was, was terrible. It's like, well, I mean, technically it's a contract, sure, but it's an offer. This is what your contract would look like if you gave in to everything that the the company offering you to work for them, you know, if they were to, 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 or if you were to sign that, that they'd get everything. That's what they want. Now, read through it. What do you like? And then write out what you don't like. And then come back to them and go, all right, I don't like... That, you know, you guys are not going to take my back if I get uh, censored on all of these platforms. You know what I mean? You think, I mean, really, do you think that Ben Shapiro would have came back and been like, also knowing all the trouble that Steven Crowder has had with uh, YouTube and Twitter, Ben Shapiro too, like, yeah, he goes out and he kowtows these fucking people because he's a He's, uh, I can't call him worthless cause he actually does have worth, but, um, you know, he's a bitch. I, I will call him that. He's a little tiny little bitch. Um, but they're friends. Like they've been on either, each other's shows, you know, Steven has been very like goofy, funny with him, you know, being, being his friend and what have you. So like, I would have certainly expected for Ben to come in and go, all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well then we can do this differently. You know, or whatever it may be. But Stephen didn't do that. He acted like a, a, f- a female and decided to come out and fucking get catty with it, you know? So, and then, it's just, I'm not on his side. And really, I'm not on their side either. But in this particular situation, when it comes to contracts and making money and shit, it's like, I have more respect for them coming out and going, yeah, this is it. This was ours. And oh, here, let's go through it all. We'll show you all the stuff we 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 wanted out of him. And then like on the shit that was like, well, I don't quite know how that works. Fucking Jeremy Boring explained it pretty well. You know, if this happens and he was like, yeah, of course, we're going to charge him a hundred thousand a day. We have to, we take on that, that bill. If he doesn't make us any money, we've given him the money or whatever it may be. You know, it's like, we've done this for him. He's not going to be there to generate money. Okay, well, then what are we doing? We, we're we not asking him to come over here just for him to make money. And I guess Stephen had even fucking said this. This makes it, Stephen sound even stupider. That, um, oh, fuck, what was it? Jeremy was saying something about, uh, yeah, when you do X, Y, and Z, you're doing it under the Daily Wire banner. And basically, what I was just saying, if you don't generate the money, if you don't come out and do the show, or you don't come out and do this, that, or the other, then you know we take on all of that. We take on all of the the we flip the bill basically. And he was like, "But Stephen, don't you think that you should have to you know pay for X, Y, and Z of whatever production?" And Stephen was like, "No," and it was like. What? (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, dude. Like, I get you're working for Daily Wire, but you still have to put up, you know, your part. And he's, ugh, I didn't explain it very well, I know. But that's also because I'm nice and full and about to go into confession and I also have to do work. So, that's all for now, folks. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, there'll be no bitch ass liberal.